When we come to the ends, and no one was hurt. Are the means still even mean anymore? I'm your host, Hope Corrigan. Welcome aboard, Blockbuster Station. It has been several cycles since the new captain came aboard Blockbuster Station. And I am yet to find anyone who's willing to admit to catching a glimpse of them. As far as I can tell, crucial details like the captain's name, description, or anything at all about them are still unknown to almost everyone aboard the ship. What we do know is this captain can really get stuff done, done, done. Reportedly, they've been locked away signing poems, trying to catch up on all the leftover bureaucracy from the transition and our captainless period. Every day, more new facilities or events are approved across the station, and everyone seems so distracted by this that they aren't even bothered by the mystery captain anymore. And who can really blame them? Blockbuster Station feels almost like it's slowly coming back to life after a period of dormancy. All postponed shipments of food and supplies that required captain signatures are finally back at staff levels. Much needed maintenance that fell into grey areas, like laser upkeep, which is often passed off between the electrical engineering department, general maintenance, the Bureau of Electrical Armory Maintenance, light studies, the entertainment wing of the cultural centre, and the optometrist union, has been allocated and for the most part dealt with. The station is slowly coming back up to pace, and there's a lively freshness in the air, but it is weighed down with hints of uncertainty. Well, I have tentative good news, Blockbuster Station. I know we've been promised before, but I have been guaranteed we will finally get our captain's greeting today. I have the form allowing it signed right here on my desk. I don't mean to raise expectations, but I think we will actually see the captain today. Maybe. Today is the grand opening of the much-anticipated Virtual Reality Entertainment Center. The V-Rec was one of the first major ticket items the new captain signed off on due to the huge demand, especially from the permanent residents aboard the station, like myself. Possibly just myself, to be totally honest. I may have completed many surveys. I really want that B-Rec. Before I took this post, I lived skating distance from the local V-Rec and used to go almost any chance I had. 
While a fairly common pastime on Depelia, I understand that many on the station have likely never heard of or visited a V-Rack before. And let me tell you, you are in for a treat. Virtual reality entertainment centers are large complexes where members of the public can go to enjoy virtual reality experiences. They're quite remarkable in that they use a combination of technology to make fairly realistic worlds out of digital data for people to explore. Most complexes will have many different types of virtual rooms, or rooms, with different specialties and sizes to fit an unfathomable number of circumstances. Some of the rooms are barely larger than a single person, but for a combination of treadmill floors, inspired prop work, gravity control, optical illusions, biogel, the experience-enhancing soda you drink beforehand, they can feel like a vast open space to the inhabitant. Others allow for hundreds to gather and interact in a single imaginary. You can play intense games, explore unreachable worlds, experience almost limitless fantasies with no risk of injury to yourself. When death-skipping over active sulfur volcanoes, I don't get the same jolt of true fear you get when doing it on Depelia's moons. But I can also turn the smell down, so it's a happy sacrifice. Well, my dreams are to be answered later today, when the V-Rack officially opens in the center complex on Deck 2. Here is where the captain is going to give their welcoming address, as a part of the official V-Rack opening. If anyone is interested in some group V-Rack adventures or games sometimes, um, don't hesitate to stop by the media center on Deck 1 and have a chat some great experiences, even for beginners, and I get sweet perks on my objective level membership. Next up, our neighbours at the observation quarter, hi folks, would like to let everyone aboard Blockbuster Station know about an upcoming astronomical display. Information from one of the Astronomy Department's long-range probes has revealed a distant, long-forgotten supernova from somewhere our species may never even live to see, and it will soon be visible in the observation quarter. In about 16 hours from now, we should start to see a new light in the sky. It will flare quite quickly and become brighter over the following hours. The Astronomy Department has noted that it will be the brightest visible star during this time, making it even easier to spot through the viewing window. Then, over the course of weeks, it will fade into bursts of faint, cloudy, mostly turquoise energy from far beyond our sector. These nebulous visages are made up of the remnants left in the wake of the destruction of the exploding and imploding star. They will continue to grow and stretch until in a matter of months they disperse and fade out of view from Blockbuster Station. Our deep space probes, while being much closer to the supernova than we are, 
are still, relatively speaking, exceptionally far away. They have still been taking footage of their glimpses of this cosmic action from their vestige, which will also be on display in the Observation Quarter's deep space screens during this time. While we all watch as best as we can, the unavoidable and inevitable death of a solar system beyond our comprehensive reach is hard not to feel small. But that's okay, because we are so small, very small in all of this, and sometimes remembering that can really take the pressure off. We will never know what wonders were snuffed out of existence, but the rich materials formed by the intense pressure of the event will give birth to new potential. The heat death will one day come for us all, as it did for them about 20,000 years ago. Please contact the Observation Quarter by the Astronomy Department on Deck 1 if you have any questions about the upcoming beautiful yet harrowing visual spectacle. Another facility set to open soon, thanks to the influx in captain signatures, is the community garden in the cultivation quarter on deck three. A large plot of land has been set aside in the temperate section of the cultivation quarter for a new community garden. The soil is currently undergoing treatment to replenish nutrients and also alter the pH. Beneficial microbes and creatures are slowly being introduced, and the plot is estimated to be ready for use in just a few weeks. The temperate section of the cultivation quarter is one of the most beginner-friendly when it comes to horticulture. Most species won't even need any form of protection from the elements here, and a wide range of simple yet popular plants can be grown. Experienced gardeners will also be on hand to help and give advice, likely regardless of whether or not you really want them to. They just can't help it. The plan is to have a focus on food-producing plants, complete with harvest parties. Several restaurateurs on the station have even registered their interest in holding community cooking classes using the ingredients grown for large celebratory feasts. Residents and visitors on Blockbuster Station will of course all be invited, but those participating in the community garden will be given first preference. If you would like to get involved, please pre-register your interest with the Cultivation Centre. There, you can discuss what you'd like to grow, land required, and any assistance you might need. While the plot is large, spots are still finite, so get in fast. I'm going to pop down there later myself to see what my options are. Nice bout of gardening sounds like a great way to wind down after an intense V-Rack session. The popularity of this community garden will help determine future land allocations in the cultivation quarter. We may even see community gardens in more advanced sections of the quarter. Imagine trying to grow viper fruit in the magma arids. For now though, it's best that we stick with the temperate section. I hope to see many of you there, working away side by side in the community garden when it opens up.
together outside the new V-Rack on deck two in anticipation of the captain's appearance later today that we all definitely believe will happen. The entrance has been sectioned off to make room for the speech and grand opening celebrations. A ribbon floats ceremoniously above the entry, waiting to be cut open with the serrated glass from a smashed soda bottle. Ayoka, one of the VREC technicians, came by after hearing our previous segment. It was to relay some additional information about the new center, rather than talk about any potential times for group games. Which is fine. Um... She explained that Blockbuster Station's V-Rec is even more advanced than any currently running on Dupelia. Because they anticipate high demand, as the population of the station grows, this V-Rec's largest rooms can accommodate thousands of simultaneous users safely. It can even redirect resources from unused rooms to increase capacity of others when needed. Popular gigantic group games, Triple G games on Depelia, would sometimes use multiple large rooms as different areas to help with loads. Ayoka says they haven't found a game or experience that can't be run in a single room on Blockbuster Station's V-Rec. This is some seriously next-gen stuff. She even said with the right adjustments, I might actually be able to get a taste of real feel while death skipping on these systems. And yes, other V-Rack heads, I did ask, but apparently they still haven't sorted out food in the V-Rack. Instead, that's part of why they put it on the same floor as the dining quarter. Food can be delivered to your room if arranged in advance, and the V-Rack's programming will do its best to make the delivery make some sense to your experience. Ayoka also asked me to make people aware that they will need to sit in a quick calibration session where they will be allocated a membership before they can enter a room. This allows you to record or save experiences and will also have your precise enhancing soda formulation requirements and preferences. Everyone is a little different, but one calibration is generally all it takes when you're ready to go. She invited anyone at the opening to feel free to ask her or any of the other V-Rec techs or Rec techs if they have more questions. Then head back to deck two so she would be there to be able to answer them. I didn't get a chance to ask her about soda flavors, but I do recommend Collider, assuming they have it. It's lively and tropical and gets you ready to room. that the captain is about to make the speech at the opening of the new V-Rack on Deck 2. Given there has been some time and anticipation for this event, we here at the Media Center have prepared an appropriate introduction for such an occasion. Normally we would speckle the facts and anecdotes from the captain's life and career, but uh, we've just done the best we can. Hello, Blockbuster Station. We we we, 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 we
you all to this very special event. We can see the thousands of you gathered by the VRAC Center in celebration. We can see all your beautiful faces. We can see all your... We can see all. And you're all so beautiful. Today, we have come together to celebrate the reinstatement of a captain aboard our flight station. So please, raise your limbs into the air. Your limbs are all so beautiful. Though we don't know much about our new captain, we know we can already trust in their efficiency. The recent progress around the station, including this opening of the V-Rex, is a testament to this. We want to hear you raise your voice. Your voices are all so beautiful. And join us in welcoming the new captain of Blockbuster Station. A hush has fallen over the crowd as a floating box-shaped something? Someone? Covered by a sheet makes its way to the V-Rack entrance, where a temporary podium has been placed for the occasion. Several members of the security team quickly surround it, before taking a step back and letting out in a single line behind the hovering, sheeted shape. One steps forward. Security Chief Lee Park. I think I've ever seen them look this nervous. Lee pulls a sheet from the shape before stepping back into line without even giving a glance to the box. There's a collective sort of, huh? In the air, as we all take this new information in, the box-like object on the machine, it looks like a machine, a machine, a machine. Not synthetic life, a, a tool. There are lights and a screen and a coming out of the box is robotic. The, the arm waves at the stunned, silent crowd. It pauses and then. Is that finger guns? Lee's head is down, but after what looked like quite a sharp nudge from the officer next to them, takes the podium beside the weird hovering machine. This, their voice croaks, so they clear it up again before trying once more. This is the autograph, they paused, in the the crowd understands. It does not. It was sent here by the Dupalian government and Office of Aligned Systems to be the new captain of Blockbuster Station. Lee continues. The crowd is silent, aside from the thick expectation that seems to hang in the air. Like the tapping of toes are all starting to align. It, um, signs things. 
gently kept going hopefully. And the autograph held a pen in its hand that it began to slip around through its fingers quite skillfully. So it was sent to sign things, Lee finishes. They are also unconvinced by their words, and the machines skillful pen. The crowd seems to not enough to realize that's all the explanation they're going to get from Lee and start to murmur among themselves. The Dithrakian yells over the crowd, The captain doesn't have feet! To a wave of hushed chuckles. The lights, they seem to flicker. So our captain this whole time who's been locked away getting so much done has actually just been a bomb signing what? There were lots of bombs, but did it make choices? Or did it just die again? What happens now? Do they really expect us to be okay with this? Yes. Well, I mean, we do have a new B-Rack. Those thoughts swirl around the crowd and catch like wildfire, growing into large, hypothetical disasters. Voices quicken and raise as the escalation continues. The machine stops twirling a pen and starts making apologetic gestures with its single hand. It doesn't appear to be encouraging confidence, and the squabble only lifts. Excuse me. The voice comes from everywhere, and cuts cleanly through the noise. Desperate for someone to fix this, the crowd hushes once more. Hello everyone! It's coming from the audio systems. All of them? But only we can do that, and only during emergencies. Well, aside from the captain. made through the crowd towards the entrance of the V-Rack. They're wearing what looks like a captain's uniform, and the large form stops periodically to greet those around them. As it gets closer, yes, it must be, facial recognition has confirmed that this is the decorated Capellian peace hero, Ari Belbante. He's getting stopped every three paces. Eventually, Ari makes it through the crowd and takes the stand. Hello, Blockbuster Station. The crowd sings in appreciation of his presence. I am your new captain, Ari Belvante. There's a pause, and then a roar of cheers lift from the crowd. Ari gives Lee a sideways glance. Sorry for my tardiness. A perfect smile flashes the crowd, who immediately forgive almost anything. There has been some delays in my appointment and in getting here to you. But, rest assured, we are committed to the peaceful and prosperous running of this station. Another sharp smile as the crowd Thank you for coming to welcome me here. And for celebrating the opening of this, the slightest of unsure pauses, the new establishment, Ari gives a comfortable
comforting pat for the autograph, who is then escorted away by Lee and another officer. I hope you all have a wonderful stay while aboard. Ari finishes with a large crowd-pleasing wave before following the security officers away from the scene. The cheers continue for several minutes, and Ayoka and the rest of the V-Rap tanks, or Brack tanks, appear to be commencing initial calibrations for new members. Looks like that's it for now. Mari Belvante and maybe the autograph together is the captain of Blockbuster Station. The station screens have already claimed to reflect this. Mari's waving sign-off is shown on all of them, but it's also already being amended in the official logs. It has been accepted and completely amalgamated into the system. behind the decision-making and all those signatures. Was Ari or the government giving the auto-autobot instructions? Or was it just signing literally every form? I mean, we've got great things like the VREC and the Community Garden Project, but was that all just luck? For now, I guess we'll have to see what other projects have been approved. The order for increased and gentler maintenance on all machines simply looks suspicious somehow. But it was technically signed by the captain. Mm. Uh, stay tuned for the shipping report, which has been restructured into a fun wrap for your entertainment and mnemonic needs. listening to this episode of Blockbuster Station. All the music, words, and speaking for this episode were created by me, Hope Corrigan. If you want early episodes, music tracks without the words, and looks behind the scenes, consider supporting us on Patreon for as little as $5 a month. That's at patreon.com forward slash blockbusterstation. And you can also follow us on Twitter and other socials. Regardless of where we see you next, I hope you enjoyed your stay aboard Blockbuster Station.